you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So this week, Zach, um, I think a good question for us to wrestle with is how can we um, have healthy evangelism during the Christmas season? Sure. Um, One of the things that, and I'm guilty of it too, uh, back in my early years of ministries of of being really frustrated with people and, and even looking uh, down my nose at folks who only came to church Christmas and Easter. Uh, and every year at Christmas and Easter, I see blogs and snarky posts on Facebook about, oh, CNE people, they're going to be at Christmas, so they're going to be at Easter. This is the only time they ever come to church. And frankly, uh, as I have grown in ministry and come to appreciate um, deeply uh, anytime somebody's in church, I love, love, love. Uh, when people come Christmas and Easter, even if that's the only time that they come, because the two messages uh, they get throughout the year are hope, love, and and salvation. I mean, what is it? What does this journey as a as a as a Christian mean? We get that at Christmas, and we get that at Easter. And what better what better Sundays to be in church and have a full house and have families together? And and I. What I love about that is it gives people this picture that God loves them, that there is hope, whether it is in um, the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. Uh, You get that story throughout uh, Christmas and Easter. And if that's the way that you're going to uh, end your year, uh, essentially in December, is, is starting with the birth of Christ and the hope that that brings uh, today um, and, and get an extra dose of that uh, hope with resurrection at Easter, I think there's something big and important there that we miss when we're snarky and uh, frustrated that, you know, uh, it's it's like when folks show up to go on a mission trip and that's all they do throughout the year. Yeah. Great. They're getting something, right? They're getting to go and help people. They're getting to see how God's love and grace is, is uh, working within them and with the community. And Christmas and Easter are the same. And uh, when we look at, at it in terms of salvation, what better time to uh, be able to preach that message for folks in a relevant way and they want to be there and they're in a way that just their souls soak it up for the year. So as you were talking, I was thinking of like this service, you're, you're hopefully you have a Christmas Eve services. I actually had served in a church where they were like, we don't do a Christmas Eve service. And like, I didn't have any of that. And we slowly well, only, changed that only process. Only two, two of the three of my churches do. Now the third yeah. church well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. attends, but they don't have their own yeah. in their house. But you as a pastor, like share, mm-hmm. like, yes. I mean, so it's a shared congregation. So it's a little bit different, but like right. in the situation, if you have a congregation, like if your congregation does a Christmas service, like that should be the service that almost needs to be mandatory for discipleship that everybody has to make at least one invitation. 
because it's such an easy service to sell because you know mm-hmm. what you're going to get. You're going to have the Christmas hymns. You're going to sing Silent Night. You're going to have communion. I mean, you're going to have those things that like everybody knows kind of what to expect because they've seen Home Alone and they've seen the scenes and like they right. know what it's going to be like. And like that should almost be like this Sunday, if you're preaching this Sunday and your congregation is like getting ready and no matter where they're going, like if they're not going to be there because they're going to go be with family, encourage them to take their family to a local church to experience Christmas. Because you're right, Zach, it's the one time a year where we can share the story of our why, of who we are, why this is important, why the, like, and there's so much that goes into it. I mean, I don't like to, use, I, any, every Sunday is a Super Bowl. So like, I don't like to use the right. Super Bowl now. I think every Sunday is as important, but what a better way to bring people in than to say, Hey, let, let's share the story and and then have um, your best hospitality teams, your best, like have the best of your best there to be loving and welcoming and accepting and, and meet people where they're at and not put guilt on them for not being mm-hmm. there in the past. I think that that's like the big thing that if we can encourage our people not to do that, but right. to be the people who we are all the rest of the, the Sundays out there of the year, um, hopefully that's a good thing. I mean, maybe they do need some improvement on being, you know, sure. but um, you know, maybe with that anticipation of hope, love, joy, and peace this Sunday, if you're, if you don't have anything to preach on, maybe a preaching on how we can be the beloved community, this service and it being open to that. And I think if we do that, if we open ourselves up to that, it only strengthens our churches and it provides a space for people to really feel what this mm-hmm. season is truly about. Well, and, and not only does it strengthen your churches, it, it, it strengthens your community uh, when people know um, they can have a place and it doesn't have to be every Sunday if that's not their, their thing. Um, I, I'm a firm believer in, in people are where they need to be. Um, and if that's not on church on Sundays, that's okay. God, God's there wherever they are. And, um, and it's, if, if Christmas Eve becomes that place where it's the invitation in with the expectation of here's wherever you are, yeah. be there. But when you need to be here, the door's always open. Um, we're always here for you, whether that's in our sanctuary or out in the community or whatever, it's building those relationships. And and I think it's huge. I think that's where that invitation of the next step is important. And Mm -hmm. so like, if you say, Hey, if you like being around us tonight, like this is kind of how it is most Sundays. And so just come and be a part of us and we'll connect you Mm -hmm. in or like put them in, put the contact information of how to take that next step available to them and, and not have, um, not have that next step available to them because you never know someone may take that next step we have a church member right now who is very active in our church who their first time here was christmas eve and it was mm-hmm. because an invitation was made to come to um a course and so they came to that course which then led them to the other things and mm-hmm. and now like and and that's one person but could you imagine like if every church had at least one person that did that because that invitation was made that mm-hmm. would go a long way and i think when we get ready for this season like don't let like you don't want to bring your B game mm-hmm. in church. You want to bring your A game and and we should do that every Sunday, but like this one is even more important uh because it is the one time a year where some people do only come two times a year, one time a year. And if we can provide our best, maybe that just makes them feel a little bit connected. I I would I would say I would define even our A game not as being perfect. 
Uh, right. I don't know that that's helpful. No. Uh, I would define our A game as authentic. Just be well, yeah. you. Ooh, right? that's a, maybe that should be um, our book. Bring your A game. Being <laughs> the authentic game. church. Uh, being your right. authentic church. I mean, hey, we just wrote our book. Yeah. That's right. But but that's the thing is is when people do come and visit our churches, regardless of the time of year, if we're not authentic in how we worship and how we how we present ourselves and the message and everything that goes along with worship, uh, people see right through that. Um, and so it's not about perfection. It's not about doing all the right things and checking all the right boxes uh, and putting on a beautiful service. It's about being open with who you are and where you are and how God uh, breathes life into us in such an authentic way. Because uh, people got people have good BS meters, man, yeah. uh, especially this time of year. And so it, I, I, I think it's less about the perfection of worship and more about just being authentic in that um, how, how hope is birthed into the world at this time. So we want to encourage you to be, um, you know, uh, authentic, authentic, <laughs> uh, be yourself, be authentic, be the real you. Um, and, you know, open yourself up to the possibilities of what that could mean for the Christmas season. Um, uh, cause this is a season, uh, you get three Sundays this year of Christmas stuff. So, you know, or mm-hmm. really two and then Christmas Eve. So technically three series is a Christmas stuff. So, so take it in while you can, um, and make those invitations authentic and real where people can feel connected and loved and cared for. Um, with that in mind, um, you know, um, next week, uh, we'll have our last podcast for the year and then we'll take a, a week off. Um, and, uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a good one uh, to share with you. Um, we'll have a special guest on and, um, but we're thankful for you and uh, all that you've done this year with us and listened to us and provided comments and feedback, you know, that we enjoy that. And, uh, we love having the conversation. I mean, Zach and I definitely, this has become a spiritual practice for us that has been healthy and allows us to process some things and other things. And we're just thankful for you. And so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Merry Christmas. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast. And we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.